It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. All right, NFL fans, it's time for another NFL in London podcast. Wade McWayne and Ryan Collar here for you today. Hello. It's week Hello. two. It's our week two betting preview. It's our week two picks. Um, week one. Oh, you never know this is going to happen in week one, but we, we both did all right, Ryan. You went seven and ten. I went eleven and six. Okay. Which is not bad. Not bad for it. week one. I've I've had some really bad week one. So. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> uh, but week two, uh, obviously, there's some good, there's some good games. Not as good, I, I I think, in terms of the overall number of good games as there were in week one. You know, I think we were spoiled in week one. Well, I think we don't really know how good the teams are. So I think even though like you think, oh, this team's not good, they might provide the most exciting games um, of the you know, like the Giants and uh, Tennessee last week, which was this kind of wild game at the end. So again, I think it's early. We still a lot of teams might have that bounce back week. So uh, week two, it's like I'd say about week after week three, you have an idea of what some teams are like. But I say week two, you still got a chance. You can win with you go one and one, and then you're right back in it. Oh, yeah, and two, I, it's a different story. Yeah, I mean, oh, and two is hard. I mean, you've got five teams this week that lost last week that are favored by over a touchdown or more this week, which is basically, you know, not all of them are going to cover that. Um. So very interesting. Let's start uh, with bad calls. Uh, and we're starting with the worst calls. Uh, Chargers at Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, Thursday yeah. night football. Woo. J- Justin Herbert, his, his ribs, apparently he's day-to-day. Uh, they have they are worried about his ribs. He did take a, a hit. Um, Man, I, there's... I was worried about his ribs. I was, I was watching the guys. He's my fantasy quarterback. And just watching him, just that one time where he could have, like, walked to the sideline, basically, yeah. to get that first down. He just, like, threw the ball away because he was in so much pain. He was just like, please, nobody hit me. Yeah. And then, and then followed that play with an absolute dart of a pass, like one of the best passes of the season, right down the middle, like 35 yards. I don't know how he squeezed it in there, like, right after looking like he could barely walk. Um, um, yeah. But, yeah, it, it was – yeah, I agree. I think it was just one of those, like um, – weird games because even though you know herbert has three touchdowns there's so many mistakes out there on both sides like like mahomes is now getting the brady treatment of when you throw a pick they'll just throw a flag and they'll give you the ball back uh, yeah because that's happening quite a bit like he he could have had like five picks that game um, yeah no he was quite sloppy and and that defense was all over him and that one interception should have absolutely counted how they called how it wasn't offensive pass interference when the the receiver throws the db away pretty much and then it gets picked so um it was just one of those weird games um again i wasn't when I, especially after week one when you saw mahomes is back you know with the five touchdowns just diamond it out it didn't feel like he was able to do that as well like guys like juju smith schuster who everyone talked about his goal he's gonna have a bounce back here you're gonna see the real juju he's been kind of he was absolutely invisible that game there's no one really like Mal, and anyone who still thinks valdez scanling is going to be this deep threat, this this game change. Like, stop. Like, this guy is going to bounce around about nine teams. I mean, everyone's going to think, like, oh, we'll be able to unlock this deep threat. Just doesn't work. There's still the Mahomes and Kelsey. So until I see another receiver come up, I think that's going to be a problem when it gets on, again, a team that can just rush four and let them sit back. Because they, to me, they looked like they missed Hill more yesterday than week one and yeah. that's also a damning uh, statement on arizona's defense yeah it is and i mean i mean arizona's god awful when they played as well but you you did you are right and, and you start looking going when you have a tyree kill or a Devonte adams on a team when you have a key signature receiver like that and you miss it you're like ooh, is mccall hardman your your number one because yeah, it, it's not I mean. it's not looking good and and as you're saying 
Mahomes, again, you know, that when we saw him in, in his first year, those no-look passes, which all amazed us. We we're like, oh, my God, he's so good. Yeah, but eventually those no-looks are going to get intercepted. You know, that's yeah. just the nature of it. So you're right. There was a few times it's like, oh, man, that should, I don't know. Yeah, it, was a, it was an all right game. You know, uh, you know, the, the line was Kansas City by four and a half and, and the Chargers were able to keep that within it. So both you and I got that there right. Was a, there was a couple of things, too. It was like um, of why like Brandon Staley was this like insane. There was a couple of moves I, I was so blown away by uh, the Chargers. I almost said San Diego uh, by the Chargers uh, play calling. There was one they were it was third and two in their own end in the fourth quarter. And they have two of their offensive linemen out, and you have Herbert who's throwing it all over the field. They have Eckler who's done nothing on the ground. And then they hand it off. They yeah. hand it off on 32. Like these coaches that have these all-world quarterbacks, and then in the key situations say, oh, we're going to trick them. They're, they're all expecting pass. We're going to go run. And they think they're outsmarting everyone. And then you saw like a guy like Brandon Staley, who last year was just going for it on fourth all over, is now punting. Because yeah. he's got it, you know why? It's because he's got a good defense. So he's he's not as cons- now he's going a bit more conservative because he's like, oh, my defense can win it. It's yeah. funny how 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 reckless people get when you realize, oh, maybe it's just he had a terrible, terrible defense and he couldn't punt. Yeah. Where now he has like Khalil Mack and and some guys, but um, I, I don't know. I think Brandon Staley to me is is going to be the reason why they don't win. They don't, they'll make, if they, if they struggle to make the playoffs, it'll be because of him. I just, I don't see it in him as a yeah. coach. Like he was fun last year, but you got to let, you got your best players, man. Let, let Herbert go to work. Like, don't try and be cute. I don't know if that was his call, but he's the, he's the coach. So yeah, I don't know. I, I'm a little concerned if I'm um, Chargers fans watching him. Yeah, no, exactly. Especially see the way Herbert gets beat up. Also not so cool is watching the, the chiefs. One of the coaches come up and pat Herbert on the ribs afterwards it's like, yeah. oh, you a-hole. Um, but exciting game, AFC West. Now, we've got some great games coming up. We'll discuss, uh, start with uh, another AFC oh, battle. One what? last thing. One okay. last thing. Stop trying to make Everett a tight end. Like, every t- this guy goes to, like, every team. He's on a new team every year. Yeah. And everyone thinks they're going to unlock him. It's just, like, stop. He's had all right points. He and then like he, the, was the, he was the reason he was gassed. He was the reason Bailey gave up on that play. He was yeah. totally out of it. Like, he should have either either called a timeout himself. But, like, again, that play there cost them the game. They were right at the one, and that interception comes back. But, man, how many teams, if it's not the Rams, it's another guy. Oh, we got Everett. You know, he'll yeah. be good. It's like he's just he's just not. He's just a tight end who's not he's just, just, yeah, he's he just a guy. Be. He's just a guy who plays tight end. And if he's like, again, if Herbert had someone like Hunter Henry, someone he needs that. Yeah, that, a big guy. A big guy. He or can that toss slot it. guy who yeah. can just get him that short yards, those three yards without him having to get killed. Yeah. Anyway. We'll, we'll move on to our, uh, we're going to move on to our week uh, two picks and predictions. Uh, also, make sure, folks, if you want to play, we've got an NFL in London DraftKings League. Why don't you join along with us? We've got some free ones and uh, like the, the Sunday fun days. And of course, a $3 hauler. Uh, join. It's free to join NFL in London. Find us. Let's start first. We're, we're going to make our way. Uh, Miami coming off a fresh victory uh, over uh, New England. And you got Baltimore um, also had a, 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 an interesting game last week. Uh, Baltimore is favoring this one. Three and a half points over under is 43 and a half. Lamar uh, still struggling without that old line. J.K. Dobbins is still not back yet. And uh, Miami got a feeling high. Uh, what do you feel about this one? Baltimore favorite three and a half. Ooh, this is this is a tough one. This is actually the game I'm looking forward to watching the most um, all week. Is it the Sky game? 
I have no idea. Probably would I would assume it would be. I assume it would be. Um, I would have thought Tampa I, Bay, New Orleans would have been. I'm excited to be watching this because I want to see Tua against, like, again, we saw him last week. You know, he had his moments, but it wasn't like, holy, did you see Tua on that game? Mm-hmm. Like, he just went and did his thing. They scored 20 points. Like, yeah. and they, they pretty much dominated the Patriots the whole game. How they didn't put, like, 40 on them um, is surprising because New England could do nothing. Um, yeah. I want to see if he's able to go up against a good defense. Is he on the road? Yeah, he's on the road. Yeah, it's in Baltimore. So this is going to be a lot tougher for him. Again, the Ravens have a good – again, with Dobbins, he's still out. He's still not – even when he comes back, I wouldn't expect anything out of him. Like, he suffered like like ACL, hamstring. He did like every part of his yeah, life. Yeah, he's only 21. So. Yeah, he'll be fine. But again, there's the rule of what you're seeing now. It's not – the year after your ACL, it's the year, the year after, after that. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Like you see him with Saquon doing. Yeah, because you, you have your confidence um, and you're, you're not so worried about ruining yeah, you your need life. To give it almost two years, especially for yeah. a running back. Um, I want to again. The Dolphins weren't great running the ball last week. They got all this speed, like Mostert and Chase Edmonds, and really couldn't really run it at all. Um, mm-hmm. So that offensive line is still going to be a problem. Now they're going against a team that can really come at. Um, the noise is going to be tougher. He's not at home, so I think to me this is the most fascinating game. Um, I think the Ravens are going to win it. I think uh, last year, Baltimore got destroyed by the Dolphins and, and Lamar had one of his worst games. Um, and there's the thing that he wants to be a secretly be a Dolphin. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to, the owner, he's going to put on a little show for the owner. So I'm okay. going to go with the Baltimore Ravens to win this. I think they're a better team. And, but if the Dolphins win this, then I will, I will, I will give them all the credit in the world. So, but okay. I think the Ravens are a better team. But I do think it'll be a close game. But I'm going to pick the Ravens just to cover, and I'm going to go 27-23. I am in the Miami camp. I think that Baltimore's offensive line is not not good. And considering Miami's defense, I, I, I think Miami should be able to settle down uh, again after last week, taking some of the good things that they had and 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 put another win together. I actually have Miami winning this one 24-21, um, beating Baltimore. Uh, I, I think they're going to struggle. Not having the running game, you know, the defense is going to struggle to keep up with those speedy receivers, and I can see Miami all day, every day in this one. The game I thought you would be very excited for is the New York Jets, uh, 0-1 at the Cleveland, uh, Cleveland yeah. team, uh, 1-0. and uh, Cleveland favored by 6.5 in this one. 40 points is the over-under in this one. Cleveland got it done last week. New York Jets got done in. Um, is there any hope for Joe Flacco and those Jets? This is, <laughs> I want to just keep saying just because I said it last week, I said like whatever the line is against the Jets with Baltimore, I was like, I'm betting it. I did bet it. I got we got that one. That was to me, yeah. that was just such an easy line. This one's a bit trickier because I gotta put all my faith in Jacoby Brissett. Yes. Um, but I still don't think – I think that Cleveland defense is just going to come at Joe Flacco. He's mm-hmm. not going to be able to do anything. There's going to be a turnovers. I see a pick six in this game, um, I think, being on the road. So um, I think I am going to pick Cleveland to cover. I just think until I see Zach Wilson, I don't even want to even talk about the Jets. They're not even really playing in my mind until Zach Wilson comes on that field because Joe Flacco – we've seen Joe Flacco. He's, um, he's just in it for the money now. Like, yeah. Not for the and, love of the game. And 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 uh, whatever uh, his this castaways, is, Zach Wilson's castaways. He's not inspiring anybody. So, no. uh, But we got Cleveland's also, you know, how are you going to go against that new elf on the middle of the field? It's, it's, yeah, elf on the shelf, man. Elf it's, on the uh, shelf. Watching, watching you all the time. Watching that elf. They put an elf on the shelf in the field to watch, uh, to keep an eye on Deshaun. 
Yeah, exactly. Like He's been naughty. <laughs> don't don't go for massages to Sean. Stay away from the cheerleaders. The exactly. elves looking. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Browns to win an ugly game. I'm gonna go at twenty to seven. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be ugly, and I think it's gonna be low scoring to uh, both these teams. You know, if you look, there was a lot of unders last week. Twelve of the games were unders last week. I can see this one being. I got twenty three to ten. Stink. Just yeah, stink. Just, just, just and the weather is supposed to be wet again, so it's gonna be wet and stink. It's like uh, you know, finding that white dog turd in the spring. Ah, oh, man, I don't really want to watch it. It's funny because even if you were at a bar and you saw like uh, Browns and Jets fans, they would just look miserable watching their oh, team yeah. play. <laughs> You'd want to put the at least Eurovision the Browns on. are just like waiting till Deshaun comes, so they're yeah. basically just like, ah, every win's huge. So the lucky thing is, their schedule, Cleveland's at the beginning of the season, is so easy. So yeah. they could easily come out like five and two right out of the bat because I think they have like Houston. I think they play the AFC South as well. Yeah. So um, it's going to be, yeah, it's it's going to be a cakewalk. And they've got a next game. Let's not talk about this. We won't talk about oh, Let's go to the next one. Washington at Detroit. Both teams. Well, Washington is one and oh after an inspired win over the Jaguars last week. Detroit in a nail biter against Philadelphia the week prior. Detroit favored by one and a half in this one. 47.5 is the over under. Everyone thinks points are going to happen in this one. It's in a dome, baby. Lots of going to throw it. Um, Washington, you know, Detroit, obviously, were able to, to muster a comeback last week. Can they get a lead and hold on to it against this Washington team who has a lot yeah. of speedy receivers? Yeah, I would. This is to me, this game's a stay away from betting wise. Uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go near this. I think, again, I think you're going to have. It's really two similar quarterbacks so that you just don't have that much confidence with Wentz and Goff. Um, again, you're seeing St. Brown and Swift really showing that. Again, when they get Jamison Williams, like I think mm-hmm. that Detroit offense could be scary. Like there won't be this year; it'll probably be next year. Yeah. Or as my theory goes, the year after. Yeah, but either exactly. way, Once when, they have, when they have a new QB, um, I I'm gonna I went with Detroit last week with the upset, which was not a good pick. But then again, they almost did come back, so I'm gonna yep. stick with them this week. I'm gonna keep. Drinking the Dan Campbell Kool-Aid, even though I didn't even watch Hard Knocks. I'm going to drink it for one more week. The fact that they're at home, I think, gives it to him. And again, Washington, to me, you know, you beat Jacksonville yeah. last week. And, and Jacksonville just kept kind of giving the game away, kept walking into your red zone in turnovers or something. It just didn't feel um, – and I don't know if you ever saw Trevor Lawrence's um, pregame speech on Twitter. It was so it motivational. Is, it is just – Shivers. Yeah. It was Shivers. like a, a Gen Z guy uh, telling it like it is. Hey guys, we got a game. Um, all right, see you at the end. Yeah, for, uh, we'll see you at Applebee's after. The yeah, we'll just go food sizzlers. We'll get thrown out of Applebee's again. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was just like, oh my god, this guy's this guy's the worst. Anyway, so I'm gonna go with Detroit to win this again. I I, th- I love how DeAndre Swift looks. I think he's gonna have another big game on on the turf. Unfortunately, he's gonna get vultured all the time by uh, Williams, Jamal Williams, which is a real shame because I think Swift could have one of those like top three uh, running back years in fantasy. So I'm going to go with them to win it, uh, 27-24. All right, close one. Yeah, I, I've got this one. I, I got tons of points in this one. I've got it 33 to 30. I just think it's one of these ones. They don't have any defense. None of these teams have defense. So it's going to be literally scoring on each other and going back and forth. Um, it's going to be points for points, punch for punch. Uh, so I've got the over in this one, definitely. I've got it 33 to 30, Detroit winning it. I just don't think any of these defenses can control the other offense. And as you say, you know, they're they're gonna have a good Washington running game. I could see them running right through Detroit and Detroit passing the ball through them and running through them. So uh lots of points in this one, lots of fantasy points. Again, betting-wise, I'm gonna stay away. 33 to 30. Indianapolis, hey, way to start the season off with a tie. 
Everyone loves a tie to start at Jacksonville starts off. Oh, and one Indianapolis tying someone in their own division. You don't want to do that again, but you're heading into Jacksonville where they haven't won since 2014. Um, not a good sign for Indianapolis. Matty Ice, um, despite this, and you look at it last week, the Colts last week, despite against Houston, they put it, he was over 300 yards. They put up a lot of yeah, yards. But it came they really just late couldn't in the score. Game. They just it came couldn't really get late it. in the game. Yeah. So Jacksonville again, uh, this one, uh, you've got uh, Indianapolis favored by four, then over under a 45.5. Um, very difficult, you know, as they say, when, uh, when you look at that stat, not winning since, you know, eight years, uh, haven't won in Jacksonville. Yeah, it's going to be, again, I think it, this is a revenge game from last year, the game that really knocked out the Colts mm-hmm. uh, out of the playoffs and ended Wentz's uh, departure. So um, I think they're going to want to come in and really make a statement. I think tying Houston was a real, not a great look, not a great start for uh, Matt Ryan. No. Again, I just think they just don't have as many weapons as people think they do. Yeah, you have Jonathan Taylor, but if he's not running for 200, and you have Michael Pittman, who looked fine, but again, I haven't seen him be like, you know, Jefferson or Chase or just no. taking over games. Like, he's had a couple of nice games, um, but it, to me, they don't have a great tight end, and they're really dependent on Jonathan Taylor. And to me, also with Jacksonville, I just, Lawrence looked better, but again, he mm-hmm. still kind of just looked average uh, christian kirk had a good game which was uh nice to see considering yep. he was the number one guy for punch, them. he was the punching bag all offseason for like guys who didn't deserve the money when they have zay jones on the team which doesn't deserve any money no exactly. uh, but um to me i think i'm going with indy this week i think they really want to make a statement they gotta get back in the in this and they after what happened last year kind of embarrassing the the franchise and the owner was furious i think yeah. if they come out and just lay, lay an egg in this one i think god someone's gonna like go seven and ten and win this division i think it's gonna oh, be yeah. that bad so t- <laughs> they gotta do it so i'm gonna go with the colts to win this um Pretty handily. I'm going to go uh, 30 to 17. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep this close. I think Colts are going to win, but I think Houston's going to keep it close. Or sorry, Jacksonville will keep it close, just because you know they got the running game. It was very difficult for Indianapolis last week. You know, in allowing Houston to score, which was really sad because Houston shouldn't have scored on them as much as they did. I've got it 27 25. Uh, it's going to be one of those ugly ones that the Colts sort of scrape out uh, out of South Florida. But looking at that sweaty legacy of that, you know, not winning since 2014, and that's going to have an effect on you. Moving on uh, to the uh, NFC South, where Tom Brady is back. Ignore the drama at home. They're 1-0 against New Orleans, who's uh, also 1-0. But let's take a look at New Orleans. Uh, He's married to football, and football will never leave him. They'll never leave him. Uh, New Orleans has had Tampa Bay's number uh, in the past little bit, but they also don't have Drew Brees or Sean Payton. More injuries across uh, the old line of Tampa Bay uh, as Tom Brady continues. He's going to have to play o- offensive line himself. Uh, the opening line of this one, two and a half points favored uh, for the Buccaneers. Over under 44. It's in New Orleans. Uh, this one, this one always gets nasty. Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, oh, this is a really tough one. I think um, it's kind of, I think Tom Brady should be a bit more favored, like three and a half. I know they lost the offensive line, so they're really going to come at him, put some pressure on him. Um, but Brady looked good. I think again, they scored 19 points, but he still looked good. Um, he's angry with all this stuff going on in the newspapers, probably, and people mm-hmm. buttoning on his on his um life, basically home life. So I think he's gonna have that extra edge. 
Uh, I think he's heard all the talks, you know, getting shut yeah. out by the Saints last year. I think pissed him off. And we all know what Tom Brady does when he's pissed off. So um, I think the Saints were lucky to win last week. Um, even though I picked them to win the, the division. I think I mm-hmm. picked them to win the division this year. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to lose this one. I think um, I didn't see enough from Jameis. He had a couple of nice throws. But again, Kamara could be out, which is mm-hmm. looking like he's probably going to be out. So no Kamara. Um, I think the Bucs are going to be able to feast. And I don't think the Saints are really going to be able to move the ball down mm-hmm. the field because like, Taysom Hill got them a lot of their yards and yeah. points last game. So uh, I'm going to go with the Bucs. I think they're going to win this pretty pretty easily. So I'm going to go, um, go uh, 20, 26 to 20. Yeah, the, the, the <clears throat> Alvin Kamara thing is going to be a very poignant thing for them this week. And, and there are issues that happen, but... Again, it's it's not having Drew Brees. That's the one of the factors. I think Jameis, you know, there were some issues that they had in moving the ball. You're like, okay. Um, but I think this will be a tight game. I've got it 26-23 New Orleans, just barely 0.5 points over that two and a half point. I might line. bet that one. I might bet two and a half. Yeah. That feels like a good bet. It feels I feel like, like Tom Brady on, in a dome can really move that ball. Yeah. Um, so, and there's also, is- you know, betting things too. Like, I, I think with the, you know, the, the New Orleans offense or defense isn't like what it used to be. I think the line I saw was Tom Brady plus or minus two rushing yards. That's always a good one. You yeah, know, when you like look Cordell at it, Patterson moved the ball on them. Like Mariota yeah. was able to move it on him. So Mariota can move it on. So, him. I mean, Tom Brady over two or two yards to me is usually a good bet. Uh, I, I don't know because this one is a 44. Over under, you know, dome games tend to be higher, but these guys traditionally play each other with low scoring. You know, yeah, there hasn't been a lot do. of blowouts. They play each other low scoring, so I'd be tempted to take the under in this one anyway. Yeah, another betting game which I'm uh, I got a little upset in this one, but it's Carolina 0 and 1 at the Giants uh, 1 and 0. Um, Giants favored by two points, 43.5 is the over under. Carolina lost last week, but let's they did they did move the ball. Uh, you know, Baker Mayfield, and they moved the ball a lot. It was frustrating. Um, so this game, it's in New York. Um, you know, uh, people say that's oh, Matt Rule. This is a, a difficult one for anyone. I'm, 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 I'm liking Carolina in this one. But what do you Oof, think? I don't know. Said, I think again, you saw um, what the Browns were able to do on the ground to Carolina. Like, like Chubb and Hunt looked great, uh, like always taking it down so they look great so i think again so that just makes me think saquon coming after that game now going against that same uh defense it's just going to be able to feast i think they now know if they're going to make daniel jones the best version of daniel jones they gotta run it through saquon they mm-hmm. like he just looked dominant he looked like he had the speed like you have tony who can barely get on the field so he's, he's questionable when he gets the ball well, yeah. but when he gets the ball he's able to do some stuff so yeah. is he going to be able to figure it out um i just worry about their weapons and i think baker coming off that loss i think they have to get mccaffrey more involved they barely yeah. ran him i think they ran him only 10 times and that's and that's just not enough like i'm sorry but baker's not the guy i want to put the ball in my hands i want to put mm. the ball in my best player which is mccaffrey so they need to start doing that a bit more i think Again, they their defense didn't look great either. The Panthers last week again being able to give up all those yards on the ground and to Jacoby Brissett at the end of the game. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you in Carolina. This I just can't see the Giants going two and zero. No, like they barely won last week and it was lucky. And it could the fact that they're at home. I think Baker really needs this. I think Matt Rule needs it even more. So they're to me the desperate team. The Giants are the team that kind of had that fun week one, so they can afford this a letdown game. 
where Carolina cannot go 0-2, um, especially Matt Rule if he wants to keep his job because he might get fired halfway through the year. Oh, yeah. Because their owner does not seem like a patient man. So nope. temper. Um, yeah, temp- temper. Temper yeah. is going to be uh, flying off the handle. So I'm going to go with Carolina to win this kind of a low-scoring game, 2017. Yeah, I, I just think Carolina showed too much last week. They showed me more than, than the Giants did. Uh, both defensive issues, but Baker, I think, has got some gusto. He was able to move the, the ball last week. There was just a lot of frustrations and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of mistakes. So I like them to win this one. I like them to cover uh, 24 to 20. I've got Carolina to win this one. The last of our 6 o'clock games is a big AFC contest, and it's a first time. It doesn't feature Tom Brady and Big Ben Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger, oh my God. Uh, New England is 0-1. Pittsburgh is 1-0, but New England is favored by two points. Who's calling the plays? Who's running the game? Over-under is 40 points in this one. Supposed to be wet. Um, New England, man, what's going on? Bill, Billy B, can he go 0-2 to start a season? I, again, this is one of those games I have no idea. I think if TJ Watt was were playing, I'd feel a bit more confident in taking the Steelers, the fact that they're at home. Again, Am I gonna? I just can't bet on Matt Patricia to put a good game plan. I think Pittsburgh still is a good secondary. They're still good. They still made Joe Burrow turn it over five times. Mm-hmm. So if they're able to do that, I think they can handle Mac Jones, who again, Kendrick Bourne can't even get on the field. They don't really have any weapons that scare me. The run game wasn't great. They just look sloppy. They look just old, like an old team, even though they're technically not and then the worried part is if i'm gonna pick pittsburgh but now i have to re- rely on trubisky um oh, it didn't yes, look great do. it didn't look great last week i thought he with all those turnovers they should have won the game handily and mm-hmm. it, the fact that it took him god to the last second to win that game um but he was able to do it in the end but i think just the fact that they're at home and the fact that they're giving the patriots a two and a half to me is just, I don't think so. I just yeah. can't imagine why after what you saw last week, how you can pick the Patriots on the road to be favored, but that's why they're Vegas. Yes. They, they know more than me. Yeah. So they probably are going to win by a field goal. I think it will be a close game. Um, I'm going to pick Pittsburgh to win 23, 20. Yeah. I got the Patriots in this one. I just think they're too much. Pittsburgh was, you know, they made a lot of mistakes. They were lucky last week and Mitch Trubisky was not good. I think he'll be benched by week five uh, and Pickens will be coming in. Um, so I, I've got New England to win this one. Uh, low scoring. The, the over-under is 40 points. Again, the East Coast looks like it's going to be kind of wet this weekend. Just like not as bad as Chicago. 21-17. I've got this one. I'm, we're going to move into the nine o'clock games. I got a question, though, first for you, because I was talking yes. with a, a British guy yesterday and we we're talking about uh, punting. And he said, how many times are you allowed <laughs> to punt? And I said, you get as many times. And he said, well, what if you only got to like punt three or four times? And I thought that's an interesting thing. What if you're only allowed to punt four times in a game? It's kind of cool. I don't so, mind that. That's kind of fun. Well, the Bills don't punt, so we don't. Well, the Bills punt don't there, punt. So. But could you imagine though? Could you imagine if you only had four punts in a game? How your strategy would change because there'd be a lot of fourth downs where you're like, well, "We're going for it." Yeah, gotta save that punt like a time. Exactly, <laughs> you save the punts, and you save the punts you know, for I, when you're in field position. I, I, I guess. Hate- it was an interesting thing. It was an interesting conversation. It's quite interesting. Yeah. I, it'd be weird. I don't know if they'd ever go for it, but. You know. Trying the XFL or something. Hunters are people too, Wade. Are people They're not. Too. They're not. The kickers sucked last week. Speaking of sucking, uh, LA Rams sucked when they got blown up by the Bills. Um, but the Atlanta Falcons also lost. Um, but I think that game, you know, Atlanta I wasn't as, as impressed with. 
Atlanta 0-1, visiting the Rams, who are also 0-1. Rams are favored. There was 10.5 down to 9.5, back to 10.5, but I think it's bound to 9.5 again. Over under 46.5. Rams going from losing last week to being favorites by over a touchdown this week. Is that fair? Oh, it's a tricky one. Um, I The problem is every time I pick Atlanta, it's always the wrong pick. They're your, um, your old Detroit, your new Detroit. Yeah, no, right. they were my, they were this for me last year. They were this for me the last year. Um, I think I'm going to, ooh, tricky one. I think this is going to be a, 10 is just a lot. 10's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't, like what I saw from the Rams, especially in the running game, didn't really impress me. I think they need to get Allen Robinson involved. I can see him, him having a nice bounce back game. The fact that they're at home doesn't really give me any sort of advantage. There'll probably be just as many Falcon fans there, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, and I don't know, kind of like the way Mariota played. He can run, he can move it. I want to see Pitts more involved. Like every, all I'm hearing is like, this guy is like transcendent. And he's always getting like 40 yards every yeah. game. So I need to see more from Pitts. Um, I thought Drake London looked really good. So they do have some weapons. To me, this, this line's just too much. I think they're giving Atlanta a bit too much disrespect. Uh, I think the, the Rams are going to win. Um, I'm going to go um, 30 to 24 for the Rams. Yeah, I, I think Atlanta, I, I, I wasn't that impressed with them. And I wasn't impressed with New Orleans either. But I think the Rams have more to prove this week. Get the running game going. Allen Robinson, and I know as a Bears fan, I watching him, I'm like, am I drinking the Kool-Aid again this year? Because I put him in one of my leagues and I'm like, damn it. Yeah. I think he's just going to be a one-pointer the rest of the season. Like Maybe Juju. get five. Like Juju. Exactly. Uh, but I do like the Rams to get the running game going, uh, you know, work out all their issues that they've got. I, I got a bit of a beating here. I got 20, 28, 10. I, I don't think, I think Atlanta's going to get shown what they are. And the Rams are going to really demonstrate, Hey, we're the Super Bowl champs. They're going to put on something forceful. Uh, Seattle Seahawks got a one and victory or one and based on a victory last week. And you can see if you look uh, some of the video of Tyler Lockett yelling at what place uh, they all knew what, what, what he was doing which is very difficult for, for Russell Wilson. Uh, but he's going into San Francisco. The, the, the Seahawks are going to San Francisco this week, who got humiliated by the Chicago Bears, absolutely trounced, absolutely the worst loss for the San Francisco 49ers in the past decade to get humbled and beaten by the Bears like that. Um, Seattle 1-0, San Francisco 0-1, 49ers favored by 8.5 with a 41-point over-under. Running game for San Francisco, who they got now is a Jeff Wilson. Yeah. Um, how do you think on this one? Uh, so it's another tricky one because again, I can't, from what I saw from Trey, Trey Lance last week, it's hard to, for me to think that again, with losing Elijah Mitchell, that this guy is a 10 point favorite against anyone. Like mm-hmm. Gino's right now, the better quarterback, you know, they got Rashad Penny. They got the better running game. They got Metcalf and, and Lockett just as good as receivers. The only thing that San Francisco has is the much better defense. Mm-hmm. And I don't think to me, that's not 10 points. And I think the fact that, I'm just not going to – I wouldn't bet on this game anyway because I can't bet on – I bet on Trey Lance last week. Until I see any sort of consistency out of him, I'm not betting on him. So I think San Francisco wins this because I think they're desperate. After that, after last week, they got to win this game. If they're at home. It's going to use that to their advantage. And Seattle had that nice win victory, home victory, but it's mm-hmm. going to get a lot tougher for Gino this week. So I'm going to go with San Fran to win it at 27-20. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm with you. Eight and a half points is a lot for Trey Lance. Um, considering, you know, in a lot of people, oh, it was the weather last. No, he was not. He was not good at connecting. Um, and so 
I think they're the struggles would be there. I can see, as you say, Seattle, look, Seattle knew exactly what Russell Wilson was doing. So I still think they're garbage. You know, they, they end up playing the guy that they've known for 10 years that they have all this tape on. It's the same as the Browns. They knew everything that was coming. So yeah. very difficult. But uh, I can see, I can't see them having that much. I got a low scoring at 26, 18. Um, I think that Seattle can cover it. San Fran is going to have to do something. I could see San Fran getting like whooping them to start and then Seattle, you know, sort of grinding their way back. Uh, but San Fran should win this one. Cincinnati struggled last week uh, and uh, was put themselves in a bit of position. So did the Dallas Cowboys, who could now find themselves in the worst Cooper Rush. Oh, sorry, that is who their quarterback is. Gold Cooper Rush. Rush. Cooper, gold yeah. Rush. It's a Cooper it, Rush. It sounds like something you like that affects your peeing when you get older. I got Cooper Rush uh, <laughs> going on down there. Oh my gosh, you're gonna need more iron. Um, <laughs> Dallas 0-1. Uh, Cincinnati favored by seven and a half points again, losing last week, but favored by more than a touchdown in this one. Cooper Rush, the running game, the injuries to Dallas keep mounting up. Um, man. How how yeah, is Dallas going to be America's team? It's going to be tough, right? It's going to be tough. I think you had Burrow coming off one of his worst performances, mm-hmm. so you've got to imagine a bounce back game from him, at least much better. They are going against a tougher defense to Dallas, who did look good. They held Brady to nineteen, so yeah. you got to give him credit for that. So it's going to be a bit tougher. But again, if T. Higgins doesn't play, that could really hurt them. But I just, if I'm going Burrow against Cooper Rush, like I'm going Burrow all day. I think Jamar Chase could have a big game. I think it, last time he played. Um, Diggs was in college and that was a big game. I think yeah. um, Jamar had the best of them. He's already trash talking him, saying just kind of like, he's either on or he'll get destroyed. So yeah. and that's what kind of way I see Dallas. I just think it's going to be ugly. I got no, no faith in that. Like with all this uh, hardship, that Mike McCarthy is going to be the the guy to lead them to this, like to inspire them to get through this. I think. Zeke's just not going to do it for me. I think the Bengals are a bad team. I think, bro, I think this is going to be a bit of a beatdown. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go 28 to 17. I'm with you on the beatdown of this, but I don't see any way that Dallas can can recover <clears throat> from it. Now, look, Burrow did make a lot of first half mistakes, but he settled down in the second half. Um, and so this, I think, they'll be a little bit more focused on that one. Hopefully, try to protect him so he's not gooned as much. But this is, you know, Cincinnati. We made it to the show. These guys are nothing. I got it 24 to 10. I don't think it's going to be high scoring. Um, but I, I do think that, you know, Dallas defense will keep them in check. 24-10, they still will beat them in Cooper Rush. Maybe pick him up in DraftKings. I think he's a dollar. <laughs> um, Houston, they have a problem. They were able to tie Indianapolis, but I still don't see them scoring. I don't know how they were able to put stuff together. Against Denver Broncos. Denver, look, he put up over 300 yards. Uh, in a losing effort, uh, Denver's favored by 10 in this one. Yeah, uh, They're 0-1. Uh, the 45 points is the over-under in this one. Uh, and it's in Denver, so Russ is going to cook at home. Uh, this could be. This is his first welcome uh, Welcome to yeah. me. Yep, yep. I like this one. I'm betting this one, definitely. I'm taking Denver. I think um, at, he had, for instance, so Russ got all the money. It's his first game at home. The crowd's going to be amped. He's mm-hmm. really going to want to pump it up. I agree. Houston, I don't know how they just fought. They just had a weird game that, again, they didn't look great, but they just looked – it was more just Indy looked bad yeah. than Houston looked great. I think Denver's got a really good defense. Chubb's going to be coming at them, Bradley Chubb. You know, Sertain's going to be able to uh, shut down um, – what's his name? Cooks. 
So again, they don't really have many weapons. I just think Denver's defense could swarm them. The fact that it's in Colorado, which is always a tough place to play, no matter what. So, and I think I think Russ wants to really put a statement out and then put a cringeworthy TikTok video to follow it. So I'm going with a big Denver beatdown. I'm going to 35 uh, to 17. Yeah, no, the forecast also for for Denver for the on Sunday is edibles. So yeah, I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be a bit of a beatdown as well. I've got it 30 to 16. This is when they get the running game going. The defense shows up. Uh, and Houston, I think, is going to have some problems here. And I think you're really going to see, it just as you say, just how Houston does have a lot of weaknesses. And there's quite stretched thin across it. So, again, yeah, I got Denver to win all day, every day. This is going to be an interesting game. Arizona, uh, after taking a beating, a real beating from the Kansas City Chiefs last week, are now facing the Las Vegas Raiders, who also had a very struggling game against the Chargers, although they were able to put some yards together. Derek Carr is angry. Devontae Adams is looking good. Josh Jacobs has got it uh, working together. Raiders are favored by five and a half points in this one. And, you know, what what can Arizona do after getting pretty much humiliated last week? Uh, A lot of people going, where's that money going? Well, that's why this is a big, this is a big game for both teams. This to me is the most, probably the, the most important game of the whole week out of any two teams. Like, these two teams need this win bad the Raiders because of the division they're in mm-hmm. and the Cardinals because Kyler's contract he's got to prove it um I wouldn't oh this is a real tough one I like I like the Raiders to win but I think it's going to be a really close game probably come down to a last kick um I just again I think the fact that Raiders don't have a great deal and I think Carr had that bad game so he's going to need a bounce back game He's um, at home. He's, he's got to get Renfro more involved. I think he was just kind of always looking to Devontae. He's doing the Rodgers thing. It's just like yeah. throw to Devontae all the time. And forget that, you know, you got Hunter Renfro, who's that like classic, get me those short yardage yeah. to move the sticks. And they kind of just ignored him, which he was one of their best weapons last year because no one could guard him. So, and again, going against that Arizona defense like, that got destroyed by Mahomes, they should be able to, they should be able to move the ball at home. So there's no excuse. The fact is, they, can they get any pressure on, on Kyler? Because I think Kyler's going to have a bounce-back game. I think mm-hmm. this could be a high-scoring game. Probably, I think it's going to be one of the best games of the week. So yeah. I'm going to go with the Raiders to win 30-27. Uh, to 27. I'm with you on this one. Points plenty. Uh, you know, it's a lot of proof coming out. It's like, here's the money. Here's the team. Vegas lost last week. You lose to a division rival. So they're going to say, no, look, we're not going to lose again. Arizona, you know, after the beating, and, and there's going to be some ego there. Uh, I think, again, great high-scoring game, back and forth. This one could go down to the wire. could go to overtime. Uh, that's one of these games. But I've got Las Vegas winning it in the end, 28-26. to 26. Uh, I have Arizona covering that. We move on to the Sunday night game that everyone is talking about. Uh, the, in charge of the division right now are Chicago Bears and, of course, Minnesota Vikings. They lead the NFC North. They are the best teams in the <laughs> NFC North. But there's this other team, Greenness Bay. Uh, apparently, this guy owns the Bears. They're your daddy. One. Your daddy. Uh, yeah, well, we'll see. They're 10-point favorites in this one. Now, everyone's talking, oh, you know, they were just missing. They did not look good. Green Bay did not look good. And, and a lot of people are saying, oh, the Bears only won because of the rain. Look, um, it's 10 points. That's a lot to fix to favor in this one when you don't have a star, uh, you know, wide receiver. Everyone's like, well, people will step up this week. He's going to step up. Um, and a lot of people say, well, they, they always lose week one. Um, you know, well, they, they do. They do. <laughs> that is becoming a trend. Sure. Um, I, I don't know. I think, I think this is just one of those tricky ones where I, 
where I think the 10 is okay. I'm, pro- I'm probably going to pick the Packers. I think Rodgers has to have a bounce back. He just loves playing the Bears. And this is, unfortunately, the probably one of the worst Bears teams he has played over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got to get his receivers more involved. So I looked at one of his, one of his guys to have a big game. Again, I don't think it's going to be Cobb. I think it's going to be one of the rookies. Or Lazard maybe should be back, hopefully healthy. Uh, they've got to use Aaron Jones more. And I, I think the defense is really going to be able to feast on Chicago. I think the fact that they're at home, I think the Bears had that great win. It was really fun uh, watching it, but I think it's going to be a lot tougher for Fields against that defense who's going to be angry that they lost. And I think a lot of people writing them off already as like not even really a contender anymore. I think it's going to piss off Rodgers. Uh, you saw how angry he was, and he plays better when he's mad um, until the playoffs. But I'm going to go with the Packers to win this uh, 30 to 20. Uh, no, 30 to 17. I'm going to go with them to cover. Well, you know, um, look, Chicago, Aaron Rodgers, he can get pissed off as much as he wants. You still got to have someone to throw the ball to. I think Aaron, Aaron Jones is going to have a fantastic day. Uh, the Bears are going to struggle to stop this run. And if you look at it, you know, if, if the 49ers are the team that always sort of beats the Packers and the Bears beat the 49ers, then the Bears are the best. So <laughs> I am using that logic. I think we got to get their running game going as well. The offensive line sucks, but I think, I think we don't get blown out. You know, that's the thing about the bears. We haven't been getting blown out. And you start talking about 10 points. It wasn't like that last year. No one was blowing people out like that. So I, I actually have this a closer game than people think I got it 26 to 20. I think the bears will cover. Uh, I think the green Bay will win, but I, I, I don't think they're going to blow us out. Like people think because at the end of the day, someone's got to catch those balls. Um, and the, the wide receivers did not look good. So you're going to have to rely on Aaron Jones and, and the Bears will adjust. Moving on to the next game, Monday, fun day. It's Tennessee. Doubleheader Monday. Doubleheader. Doubleheader Monday. Well, not it, really. It's, it's the Queen's yeah. funeral. They're doing it for her. So yeah. I think that's she, really she, lovely she is, the NFL. She is, she is Bill's mafia. They're going to put she, her body. She Buffalo <laughs> gonna, I've seen the picture. They're going to put her coffin through a table. Oh, um, yeah, that's. And that's that's when the British fans, that's when they write into us. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would be funny, though. Uh, Tennessee, 0-1. Buffalo, 1-0. Buffalo Bills favored by 10 points and a 40 point, 48 point over under in this one. 10 points is a lot uh, against a Derrick yeah. Henry team. It is a lot. It is a lot, especially against a team that plays Buffalo hard. Buffalo yeah. lost the last two years on Monday night. They've lost to, they lost that weird one, a COVID one where it got moved like five times, ended up on like a Wednesday and the Titans didn't even practice. Mm-hmm. And then they kicked Buffalo's ass. And then there was last year where Josh Allen slipped at the one after that great game. So these guys just play each other hard. Henry had a huge game last time, three touchdowns, had a bad game last week. So I think he's going to want to bounce back. And again, Bills might be without Ed Oliver, which is a big, which is a big loss. So I'm just 10 just seems too much to me as much as I I do love. I think the Bills are going to win. I think they're the better team. Um, They just got the weapons. The fact that they know the Titans lost, to the fact that the Titans lost to the Giants last week, I think it makes it a bit more that they're going to have a bit more of a chip on their shoulder. And Buffalo's not going to be able to do what they do. But it is in Buffalo. It's the home opener. The crowd's going to be going, to be going nuts. Uh, they're probably already there drinking. So I'm going to go with the Bills to win this uh, 33 to 24. Seven so points. Just, that, just, sorry, nine yeah, points. Nine uh, points. I definitely not – Tennessee will cover. But Buffalo's still going to win, I think. Yeah, just I, I agree team. that the, the injuries are going to hurt Bill, the Bills. And I think also there's an emotional win. You start the win off last last against the Super Bowl champions. So I think there's a bit more of less pressure on this one, but still you want to win. 
trying to stop Derrick Henry. Uh, it's keeping the pressure on Tannehill. And I think your defense might be able to pick off Tannehill a few times because I don't think he's going to be used to that kind of pressure. I still think it'll be close, though, because of Henry's legs. And and Tennessee, you know, just being able to keep it close, as you say, historically. 27-23, I've got it, 50 points, uh, just beating the over. Bring us to our final game. Our final game, uh, we got Minnesota, who are 1-0. They're actually going to be coming to England this year, so it'll be exciting to see. And Philadelphia, 1-0. Philadelphia is favored in this one by two points, with the over-under being 49.5. Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts, you know, used their legs together. Their defense let Detroit score a lot of points last week, whereas Minnesota coming off that emotional win over Green Bay. Oh, I like that. This is my upset game. I'm going with Minnesota on this one. I think... Philly, the fact that I think they were a bit worried about that defense, you know, they did get carved up a bit in that second half. And, you know, that it's against Detroit. Now you got someone like Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Thielen, or Smith, they're gonna be able to move that ball. I think, I think they look better under the new coach. The defense looked better against Green Bay. They're gonna be able to put a bit more pressure. And I think Hurts, when he plays, these are the games that he has to win. He's always able to beat the bad teams, but mm-hmm. it's when he has to go up against you know, cousins or bigger, better quarterbacks that can throw it. And maybe he has to go into a shootout where he's got to come back from behind. It's a bit tougher. So I'm going to go with Minnesota to win this. I think they're a good team and they're actually one of those sneaky teams in the NFC. I think that's going to surprise a lot of people until I see anyone stop Jefferson. uh, I'm going to just enjoy those fantasy points that he's on one of my teams. So I'm going to go with Minnesota to win this on the upset. Uh, I'm going to go 30 to 24. I've got pretty much the same score, 30 to 23, but in the wrong direction. I think Philadelphia uh, is going to own Minnesota in this one because they're going to do what Green Bay didn't do, which is run the ball right up them. You know, Aaron Rodgers, not a scrambling quarterback. Jalen Hurts is. So I like them to be able to move this ball around. Uh, I like AJ to find himself open as well. Uh, I think Minnesota is going to struggle in this one because you're outdoors, because it's going to be wet. Uh, And I think that emotional win against Aaron Rodgers is, is big, but Philadelphia is too much. So I've got Philadelphia to win this one 30 to 23. That's it for our week two picks, folks. Make sure you check out our website, nflandlondon.com. Check us out on social media. And of course, DraftKings. We've got the DraftKings contest to play this week. And I'm Ryan and I will be back uh, next week to go over how many we got right and wrong. And we're probably going to be quite a few of them. Thanks for listening, <laughs> yeah, everyone. There always is. There always, there always is. is.